Welcome to r slash petty revenge where a bully gets what he deserves. I'm a 26 year old man that works as a program coordinator at my company. We're a 1000 person team that focuses on supporting the military with defense contracts. My girlfriend is 22 years old and works as a bartender while she's finishing up her final year of university. She's sweet, shy, and makes me laugh every time we hang out. I love her so much. But one of her co-workers, Megan, is a complete jerk to her when they work together. Cusses her out in front of diners, belittles her when she makes a mistake, reports every little infraction she makes to the general manager, etc. This woman is in her late 30s and still acting like a high schooler. My girlfriend has reported this behavior several times to management, but they just wave it off. Several nights, she's cried into my shoulder, talking about how badly she wants to quit as I reassure her that Megan is trash, and she doesn't deserve being treated this way. One afternoon, I came into the restaurant while my girlfriend was working the bar. Sure enough, Megan was also there along with another guy. The young guy and I are talking about our career goals when he asks what company I currently work for. I give the name of the defense contracting company I work for. Oh, hey, Megan just applied there, right? He says, turning to Megan. Didn't you apply for that defense contracting company? Yes, Megan replies, not making eye contact with me. Oh, what position, I ask. A warehouse one, she answers. That's all I needed. That night, I asked my girlfriend what Megan's last name was, and the following morning, I immediately headed towards the warehouse manager's office. We maintain a good, professional relationship. I informed him that a woman named Megan Blank had applied for some type of position under his department and warned him that she was prone to cause trouble. He thanked me for informing him, and I went about the rest of my day as normal. That was two months ago. Last I heard, Megan was still working as a bartender at my girlfriend's restaurant. I applaud her for trying to move up in the world. Maybe she's looking to get health benefits. Maybe bartending is getting to be too much as she ages. But I don't think anyone else deserves to suffer from her workplace attitude. I think she's exactly where she needs to be for the rest of her life. OP, I'll give this revenge 4 out of 5 stars. What you really should have done was let her get hired. Then, after she leaves the bartending job, that's when you go to the manager and tell them all the horror stories about all the terrible things she's done. Our next Reddit post is from Troll the Mormons. This isn't my story. This was told to me by a woman I knew from work several years ago. She's a very sweet nurse. The nurse graduated from nursing school and decided with her best friend to move to one of the cities that was listed as having the most eligible bachelors from some publication. She moves and starts dating her future husband. Future husband's mother is a viper and decides nurse isn't good enough for her family. The happy couple eventually get engaged and future mother-in-law is having none of it. She tries for several months to break them up, tries to convince Nurse to go back where she came from, and simultaneously tries to gently convince her precious son that Nurse may not be good enough for him. To add some more context to the situation, this mother-in-law is pretty nasty to the nurse, but hides it well to other people, always making sure she's super fake sweet to everyone when others are around. Finally, wedding plans are set, so mother-in-law gets desperate. She gets nurse alone with a generous offer. Leave the fiancé and never come back in exchange for $10,000. Note, this was almost 30 years ago, so I guess it was kind of a boatload of money for most. The nurse is so sick of this woman's garbage and is incredibly insulted. However, she's intelligent and maintains her composure. Nurse accepts the offer. Nurse takes the money, doesn't leave, and gets married anyway. Nobody else knows about this. 
Mother-in-law can't say or do anything about it without exposing herself to her family as a horrible person. Nurse and husband are still happily married. Their kids are grown. Husband has no idea this went down. <laughs> the mother-in-law has suffered silently for almost 30 years. This suggestion from Seasick Pirate down in the comments escalates this from petty revenge to pro-revenge. The mother-in-law is on her deathbed. The wife suggests everyone to leave to let her rest. Once alone, she leans in and says, Don't worry about the funeral arrangements. I have everything covered. You'd be surprised how little you get for $10,000 nowadays. <laughs> Ouch. Our next Reddit post is from Christ the Welder. So, years ago, I delivered jugs of water to homes and offices. My work truck was fairly big, probably about 35 feet long. I had a building I delivered to that had 8 to 10 stops in it, and it was one of the few places that had a loading bay for delivery vehicles. The bay was wide enough for two large trucks side by side, and long enough for my truck to mostly fit with a bit of cab sticking out in the alleyway, not so far as to block traffic. On the other side of the alley was another building, and the dumpsters for said building. These dumpsters were in a position that it could be a little tight to get into the dock, but it was doable. This day I pull up and see a small courier car, the size of a Honda Civic, pull into the bay and stop right at the entrance. This position is just enough that I can't get the angle I need to be able to nose up to the dumpsters and back into the open spot in the loading bay. If I tried, I'd likely hit the car. Luckily for me, the driver was just getting out of the car, so I politely asked if she could back up a couple of feet so I could get into the dock. I'm only going to be a few minutes. Yes, but if you take five seconds, we can both do what we need to do. I'll be a few minutes. And she walks into the building. So I'm kind of stunned at this point. I've been in the delivery industry for almost a decade. Most other drivers get that it's a tough job, and we all do what we have to do, and there's kind of an unwritten code even amongst competitors. So I think, well, someone hasn't heard of the right of weight. So I maneuver my truck nice and tight to the building so as to not block the alleyway while parking perpendicular to the loading dock entrance and blocking her car in. I start loading the first of two or three cartloads into the building. She comes out and sees my truck. Well, isn't this cute? You need to move. I'll only be a few minutes. I need to go. Move your truck now. By this time, my card is loaded and I tell her, it's okay, I'll only be a few minutes as I walk into the building. Then we have a similar story from Clown572 down in the comments. I drive a tow truck and many times I'm in the middle of loading a car on my flatbed in a crowded parking lot. People will walk up to me and tell me that I need to move so they can get out. I tell them I'll be done in another minute or two. For some reason, that's not acceptable to them, and they start ranting about having places to be and getting me fired. I always respond with, if I hadn't had to stop to talk to you, I'd have been done by now. But feel free to call the number on the truck. That's always more fun when they call and I answer with, this is going to take all day if you keep interrupting me. These people call up this tow truck driver and are like, Hello, I'd like to report you to you because you're a jerk and I demand that you fire you. Our next Reddit post is from Half Pint Marmot. I'm not a professional photographer, but friends and family ask me to take photos for them all the time. I love portrait photography and I'm happy to do the favor, but sometimes people are really awful and annoying and then it really grates that I'm spending my evening and weekend shooting and then processing photos for free. A few years ago, I had a really, really bad client. A colleague asked me to do a family shoot on Mother's Day. 
I knew I'd have the morning to play with before going to see my own mom, so I accepted. It was going to be at a winery in the country, and my colleague offered to pay me to join them for brunch. Bonus! We carpooled, and it wasn't until we got there that I realized that it wasn't just going to be my colleague, her husband, and her kids. It was my colleague husband's entire family. Brothers, sisters, aunts, uncles, parents, and even both grandmas. 27 people. I'm immediately panicking about how long it's going to take to do this shoot and mention to my colleague and her husband that I have to leave in three hours to get back to my family's Mother's Day. My colleague's husband says it'll be fine. I don't really have a choice as we carpooled, so I try and relax and have fun. Brunch goes on forever, and when we're finished, we only have an hour for photos. I figure that should be fine if cutting it close, and I ask for colleague's husband help in keeping his family organized and moving. I plan out the normal shots with colleague's husband. Everyone together, family groups, kids, and then colleague's husband starts asking for couple shots as well. Then siblings. I text my family, let them know I'll be a little late, but hoping it won't be too bad because colleague's husband will keep people moving. An hour and a half later, and everyone is having a bad time. The kids are crying. It's taking forever to get any shots at all. Why? Because colleague's husband is yelling at people, hurling commands and orders, barking, foaming at the mouth. It's incredibly awful. The winery people come over a few times and ask us to keep it down. Colleague's husband yells at them too. I'm praying that they kick us out. I try telling colleague's husband that I have to leave, that we can try again for photos another time. The family tries to leave. We're stopped. No, we must endure. When he tells his son that he's going to knock the snot out of him if he doesn't stop crying, something snaps in me. I stop trying to cheer people up, get fun photos, happy smiles. I just take the photos we need so we can all just GTFO. When I eventually get home, I do what I can with these miserable photos. I combine different frames to get group shots where everyone looks happy. Where that doesn't work, I touch up facial expressions so people look less harried. I steal bits from candid shots earlier in the day. These are impossible masterpieces when I'm through with them. I spend hours and hours making sure these pictures are going to hang in living rooms forever. Then, I go through every single effing photo featuring colleague's husband, absolutely everyone, and just enough to be slightly noticeable, just enough to look weird and awkward, I enlarge his head. <laughs> I feel like every time this guy passes a mirror for the rest of his life, he's going to look at himself and be like, is my head really that big? Our next Reddit post is from Shaleka. We live in an apartment block and occasionally have new people move in and out. Yesterday we encountered a new resident, a short red-haired lady who, through dwarfism and food, manages to be about as wide as she is tall. My boyfriend greeted her with a simple, hello. He also tried to say welcome, but she cut him off with, shut up, I don't know you. Okay, not the sociable type, neither are we. Let's not get friendly then. Today when returning from grocery shopping, we found her trying to pick her lock with what looked like a piece of a paperclip. Because, you know, that's going to work. And she had apparently been at it for a while because before we could open the door with our key, a patrol car stopped and an officer called out to her. We stopped to watch because, well, it was happening. The officer asked her why she was breaking into the apartment, to which she responded she lived there. She turned to us and said, They know me. My boyfriend smiled and said, I don't know you. We entered the building after the officer asked us to confirm, and my boyfriend repeated, we don't know her. Can't wait to have more contact with her. 
Our next Reddit post is from Sparky Mountain. So I took my two young sons to the local water park yesterday. They had a blast. I stayed in the lazy river most of the time with them. I tend to stay about 10 to 20 yards behind them. Close enough to keep an eye on them, far enough for them to have fun. I'm minding my own business, floating in the lazy river when suddenly a wild bully appears. Cute 10-year-old husky boy who's following around a much smaller girl. I'm observing over the course of a few laps of the river as this little turd boy is constantly teasing and intimidating this little girl that's like half his size. I lap them. I'm now right behind victim and bully, my own sons constantly in my view, and I get close enough to hear bully talking trash to his victim, trying to get her to leave the pool. She's visibly scared and trying to get away from him. There are no accompanying adults with these children. This is when I see the bully take a mouthful of water and flat out spit in the girl's face. At this point, I'm like, you did not, and I go into action. Things are crazy and hectic because we're surrounded by people in a loud water park, so I know I can get away with this. Just loud enough for him to hear me, I say to the bully from behind him, Hey! Bully turd turns around and I proceed to go full E-Honda palm splashing right in his face. After about 6 seconds of splashing Blastoise level water in his face, Bully is coughing and girl is 10 yards ahead near my sons. My work here is done. I proceed to say nothing and pretend nothing's happened. Bully stands shocked, catching his breath in the lazy river as the hapless water-going masses float past, oblivious. Ten minutes later, the bully is gone and victim has returned to merriment. I think the lifeguard saw me and just didn't care. OP! Use Hydro Pump! Our next Reddit post is from Mar7. This happened a few months ago as I was driving my work van. The biggest Mercedes Sprinter you can drive without a commercial license around Amsterdam delivering groceries. This story takes place on a single lane road with high curbs on both sides that takes you from one neighborhood to another. The speed limit is 50 kilometers per hour, although it could have been 70 in my opinion, except in some tight corners. Now, I've driven here so many times before that I feel comfortable doing 60-ish, just a bit faster than normal without the risk of getting caught speeding in an urban area. Suddenly, I hear a loud beep behind me, and wouldn't you know it, it's a BMW. What a surprise, I think to myself. I was quite impressed by my ability to guess the brand of this automobile, because everything forward of the rear doors wasn't visible in my mirrors. The tailgating and honking continues for a little while until I spot the perfect opportunity to teach this IKEA pencil-equipped douche a lesson. A long, straight section in the road. For those of you who haven't been to the Netherlands before, our government loves two things. Taxes, and using those taxes to build speed bumps. As such, we have a wide variety of speed bumps, and this straight section was equipped with my personal favorite, the bus bypass variant. A trapezoid block, just wide enough that a normal car has to pass over it with at least one wheel, but a bus can pass over it unobstructed. I've had plenty of practice with these obstacles and line up for a flawless pass while accelerating to a mind-numbing 70 kilometers per hour. The BMW still glued to my rear bumper. I pass over the obstacle without the slightest inconvenience. The oblivious BMW driver, however, hits it in the worst possible way, launching himself into the ceiling of his car and grinding his oil pan as the suspension compresses. After that, he kept a good distance. Well, I wouldn't worry about the BMW driver too much. If he damaged his oil pan or suspension, then repairing a BMW should be pretty cheap, right? That was r slash petty revenge, and if you like this video, then hit that subscribe button because I put out new Reddit videos every single day.